Welcome to the Possibly Haunted Podcast. It sounds like everybody's tired today. We're all yeah. very tired, um, oh. but we're here. My allergies have been terrible for like two weeks now. Anybody Same. else? Same. Like terrible. No. Like, I have a migraine <laughs> right now, but I'm here for y'all, so I hope y'all know how much that means I love y'all. <laughs> my, my problem has been the excessive ghost tour work that I've been doing, which are yes. super fun, but let me tell you, when you are running around a city in platforms and trying oh. to be peppy... For hours every night, uh, in order to get tips, uh, it's exhausting. Oh, um, yeah, hours. One but... hour of peppy is my limit. <laughs> yeah. Well, apparently I do very well. Um, you know, I'm one of the. I'm very highly rated, as far as Yay. ghost tour guides here. So you know, there's that. But also, ah, <laughs> I'm tired. Yeah. I thought I was gonna yeah. have a day off today, and I don't. No. <laughs> so. I haven't not had a tour in quite some time because a couple of our tour guides got COVID. So, so, yeah, but anyway, let's get going. (laughs) How quickly we have already derailed Heather's episode. Sorry. That's what happens when I'm tired. Do you see why they have it out for me, guys? They're trying to make my episode the longest. I didn't even get a chance to speak and bam. Maybe, maybe if you just got good, it wouldn't happen anymore. It's the game now. It's it's the game just now. Need to get good. <laughs> I don't I don't know what she means either. Okay. Well, so <laughs> um, it's what the team say. Our new series, um, underwater cities. Um, I was uh, inspired by this idea because a couple of reasons. <laughs> because. Um, I was talking about lakes with someone a while ago, and I mentioned how the Belton Lake in Texas is actually what Belton, where Belton used to be, and it's flooded out, and the city was moved. Um, so I'm sure there's like a bunch of stuff at the bottom of the lake, you know, that whole thing. And then yeah. I also, at the time that I was doing some of this research, just interested in this idea of underwater cities and all that kind of stuff, I also saw a lot of articles about a lot of um, black communities that were flooded out. Mm-hmm. And oh. that was another reason why I was like, okay, we can do underwater cities. But I also recognize that we're not a specifically political <laughs> podcast, so I kept it open, just like underwater cities in general. Uh, but it's mine something to has think a little about. sketchiness to it. The way that yeah. mine happens is a little bit like you go, huh? Okay, and I think that happens a lot in these. Yeah, and I want to point out like it's underwater cities, but like also flooded cities, not cities that flood often. <laughs> Like love mm-hmm. Like um, New Orleans. It's like sad. everywhere we live. Yeah, everywhere we live, right? Um, but just cities or t- 
towns or whatever that were lost um, mm -hmm. to what whatever water thing happened and like they are officially gone, whether it was intentional yeah. or not, and that kind of stuff. So does Corpus flood? That is the question I have. Corpus Christi does it flood? I mean, technically, yes, but it when I lived there, it was not that common. Um, literally, okay. the year I moved, all of a sudden, all these water problems were happening, and so there was a lot of flooding, but. Compared to how Lubbock floods within, like, five minutes of rain, not like that. Oh, yeah. Well, Lubbock doesn't have a proper drainage system, so, you know, there's that. Yeah, exactly. Ooh. They're working on the storm drains right now from University to Memphis on 19. Good. That's why it's closed to one lane each it, way. It's stupid that they didn't have that years ago. <laughs> yeah. I nearly flooded my car trying yeah. to get onto 19th mm -hmm. from Boston right there at campus because that area floods, and I, I just barely got through the water and ended up on that um the far left lane on 19th is higher than the rest so mm -hmm. i was like oh oh my god i made it is that smoke oh my dad was like uh keep the engine going don't stall yeah, <laughs> yeah. you just gotta keep moving he was like if you take your foot off the gas you're gonna suck water in so don't slow down oh no oh my god yeah you just go i this remember um I ruined a pair of wellies uh, in Lubbock because I was walking across the street, didn't realize how deep it got towards the center, um, <laughs> flooded my wellies, and had to walk squishy all the way back home because I had to empty them out on the other side because yep. I needed waders. I didn't because it was up to like my mid thigh, and given I don't have that much, you know, body upwards, <laughs> but still, that's pretty deep. Thank you. <laughs> so. <laughs> Oh, yeah, so there's Fun a lot of times. influences to this this new mm -hmm. series. Um, we don't have any Coven Corner comments from our last series, except that one of our followers, Olivia, um, actually sent us in a story that we're going to read in a future episode. Yay, so that's thank pretty you, Olivia. cool. It actually might be out before this episode. Time is an illusion. It, it's fine. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. So the Coven Corner for this series is if you could dive safely into an underwater city, and whatever that means, no monsters, no, like, sea animals, lots of supply of air, hypotheticals, right, okay, I'm saying this for Morgan. Yeah. <laughs> um, so if you, could, if you could dive safely into an underwater city, what would you be excited about finding? And for me, honestly, finding the city would be really <laughs> pretty awesome, like, being able to swim in between whatever mm -hmm. was still existing. Um, but the nerd that I am, I would hope to find a really well-sealed box that has not been ruined on the inside, and it's, like, ancient scrolls or ancient texts mm. <clears throat> and stuff like that, like, ancient knowledge, um, that isn't, hasn't been destroyed because it was in a super well-sealed box, um, and the pressure of the ocean, you know, physics, stuff like that. <laughs> I yeah. don't know if that's actually possible, but that would be pretty cool for me. It would be nifty if we could make that happen. Indeed. Um, well, now I'm just going to jump into the topic. See, I'm not used to like not having tangents, and I'm too tired for tangents right now. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, um, so, I was going to pick something a little bit more concrete, and then I found um, what is called the Forest of Borth. Um, outside oh, of Fort, or like, it's like Fourth Wales. Fourth. I love Forth. it. Fourth. Mm -hmm. I'm hoping, guys, my this is Welsh. I'm going to mispronounce a bunch of stuff, and I apologize. Woohoo! 
Um, Let's go. <laughs> but Let's the reason quit. I like this is because it. Well, I'll read it and we'll we'll discuss it. Let's just <laughs> yeah. Let's offend I'll whales a little bit. It'll be great. Uh you know we've yeah yeah it is what it is. Um, <laughs> so in Worth Wales, a four thousand five hundred year old forest is slowly being revealed from beneath the sands of a Welsh beach Ooh. at low tide in the I don't know how to bucolic Welsh coastal village of Borth. Um, what appears to be rocks are revealed on the beach, but they, um, they actually are the remains of a petrified forest. Ooh. Um, yes. I I was like, already haunted forest, let's go. (laughs) Um, but in 2014, bits and stumps of such tree species as oak, ash, and birch were uncovered after a massive storm removed a ton of sand from the beach. Carbon dating has placed the old plants um, as having lived around 1500 BCE. Um, and the the nature of the local peat was able to preserve the remains. And the yeah. peat is kind of like what we get from the bog in like a lot of the Irish uh, UK areas. Um, what, it's not a man named Pete that comes from no, the ground? No, it's not a man named Pete. He's like, hi, my name is Peter. <laughs> It's actually one of the reasons why we keep finding stuff <clears throat> preserved mm-hmm. in the bog, like the the bog man and stuff like that. Yeah, Pete. Man, Pete works um, hard. Yeah, <laughs> so kind of neat. Um, and it's nice because uh, until I went to Ireland, I didn't realize that at one point Ireland had a giant redwood forest and it was more of a tropical, not tropical, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. um, like a, um, well, kind of like a rainforesty kind of uh, climate. But like so, more Irish. <laughs> But more Irish. <laughs> but also it got chopped down, and that really drastically changed the climate, and that's why we get the bog and the pea. And so it's like full circle the, mm-hmm. uh, kind of thing. In addition to the tree stumps, um, as the Guardian reported at the time, the remains of a walkway were found by members of the Royal Commission of, on the Ancient and Historical Monuments of Wales who were patrolling the site after the storms looking for newly uh, uncovered relics. And then the... So... It starts with that, and this is why I kind of actually chose it as my um, my topic, is because the forest has become associated with a long-standing myth of a sunken civilization, a sort of Welsh Atlantis. It is believed by um, people of the Lost City that the buried forest may be a part of the mythical land. Even before the storms were uh, uncovered, a lot of the forest, human and animal tracks were preserved, and the hardened peat were already being discovered in the area. Oh, that's cool. Um, yeah, so the old Welsh legend reveals a time before the area of Wales, a land called, and I'm not going to be able to pronounce this. Um, do it, do it, do it, do it. Cantriff <laughs> <laughs> um, or Cantor uh, Gwalod or Gwalod? I It's it's Gaelic and I, I can't even begin to chop at it. We're just going to call it Welsh Atlantis for now. Just for, oh, Welsh Atlantis. No, just 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 nice. for now, because I, I can't pronounce it, and I'm so sorry. I'll spell it out on social media. <laughs> um, so, but this 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 land had disappeared under the waters of the Cardigan Bay, um, and it's uh, said to have occupied a tract of fertile land lying between Ramsey Island and uh, Bardsey Island, and is what is now called Cardigan Bay in the west of Wales. Um, there was a capital of this land, the, the capital city, um, and there were several versions of the myth, and it's described as a walled country 
that was defended by from the sea um, by a, a dyke called Sarn uh, Badrig or St. Patrick's Causeway. Mm-hmm. That maybe that sounds familiar. Um, over which two princes of the realm held charge. One of these princes called Siethnen. It honestly looks a lot like Slytherin, and my brain is having a hard time with that. Um, <laughs> you can call him S or... Yes. Uh, yeah. Is described in one version as a notorious drunkard and car- uh, uh, carouser. Sorry. And it was through his negligence that the sea swept through the open floodgates, at ruining the land. Sounds um, like a dream boat. <laughs> that, I know, we just talked about that. No, no ma'am. Um, he let an entire civilization go underwater, Cat. Listen, he was real stressed that week. <laughs> no, I'm sure in a past life, Cat was like, I want to be a mermaid. Make the city a mermaid for me. And then, like, he flooded the town on purpose. Baby! <laughs> I want a city! That's so funny. Um, so the legend foretells of a land just like the parts of Holland that was protected from being swapped by the sea uh, by a series of dikes and dams, and one night a feast was being celebrated at this uh, capital. Um, and the man that was trusted with the post of staying clear-headed to, to man the watchtower that night and close the sea defense gates before the high tide let his fellow citizens down, becoming inebriated. Um... <laughs> To the outcome that the sea poured through the defenses of the land, it was completely submerged, and apparently the church bells of the capital were said to ring out in times of danger. Mm. Um, so that's kind of why I was like, "Oh, there's something mythical about it." Especially, I really like a lot of Celtic esque folklore, um, but the myth, like so many others, may be a folk memory of gradually rising sea levels at the end of the ice age. And its structure is comparable to the deluge myth found in every, nearly every ancient culture. So it could have existed before the flood and then flooded out. And then, of course, it's sunken and, and somehow preserved. Um, but the physical remains of the preserved sunken forest at Borth um, could have suggested that the time of great tragedy had overcome a community there long ago. And the myth may have grown from that. Hmm. Um and right now, there's not a lot of physical evidence of a, like, substantial community living for a long time other than the few, like, footprints, animal prints, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, apparently, in 1770, there was a reported sighting by the antiquarian scholar William Owen Pugh, um, reported seeing sunken human habitations about four miles off the... Um, Cared, Caredigion? Digimon? Uh, coast? Um, between the rivers, uh, between two of these rivers. I'm, I, the pronunciation, I can't, I'm so sorry. It's okay. Uh, um, We're all tired, and to be honest, Welsh is an incredibly difficult like, thing to I, do. I, I can chop through some other languages, Welsh. but yeah, Welsh is, like, I, I don't even want to, like, phonetic it, because they're, the phonetics are different. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, okay. I'd like to buy a vowel, please. There are 40 vowels. It's one word. There are no <laughs> vowels in Welsh. Yes. <laughs> so. Um, so, yeah, so this legend... Well, it was have... one of the two, okay? I had a shot. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so there's, like, a lot of truth that can come out of this legend. Um, the, the article, I, I read a few articles, but one of them was, like, if only the roots could talk, and I was like, yes. <laughs> Yes, that'd be interesting to know to know what happened. I mean, um, they 
kind of can. That's why we look at tree rings and shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, but I guess more be like, what happened to you? <laughs> what, yeah. That, that kind of stuff. Or or were there people here? <laughs> did, did, did people do this? <laughs> well, I can tell you, okay, so there's a fun fact about Savannah, which is sometimes our trees have teeth in them because we are in Acropolis. So what I'm saying is maybe those roots can tell something if they get little bits of people. <laughs> That Maybe. is a possibility. It does happen. Maybe. So. We'll have to we'll have to see. I don't know. I kind of wouldn't mind. Um, I saw some pictures of it, and yeah, if you didn't know any better, you'd be like, oh, it's just beach stuff or whatever. Yeah. But um, a lot of it's like really mossy because it does go back underwater during high tide, and then it's revealed mm. during low tide. So that's kind of cool. neat. And I wonder now like, if we were able to go further away from the coast and actually go down into the water. Like, would we find anything? Or was the civilization too um, nomadic? So they wouldn't have more... Permanent structures. Yes. And so maybe that's why we don't see a lot of that. We're only seeing, like, remnants of their path. Like, maybe it was more of this was the path that you took to get to the And they dropped little bits and pieces as they went along. Yeah. Who knows? So... Um, we we can go further into the water. Have they not done that? That's why I'm saying, like, why aren't we taking this hey, more seriously? Nope. <laughs> All I'm saying is maybe you a little You had a great push. idea. You should implement a little your push. great idea. I will archive any materials they bring back up. <laughs> so does that mean I'm going to be the one doing the diving? Yeah, Kat, you're the best swimmer. You gotta go. I don't like doing, because you have to breathe through your mouth, and I don't like doing that. <laughs> I don't know how <laughs> Seriously though, that is the one thing that keeps me from doing a lot of snorkeling and scuba diving is the fact I hate can, breathing through my mouth. You can get one of the full face shields, right? I've been considering one, honestly. We'll see. Either way, something's gonna happen. That's what I need funny. is like well, okay, Morgan, what if we get you a little like cage? Nope. <laughs> I think she's seen movies where the cages fail, so... Yeah. Hello, 47 meters down. If I pinky promise to come get you. Nope, absolutely (laughs) nope. I'm sorry, Kat. Your promises can't... Mm -mm. Yeah, because Morgan's really sure that I am a mermaid trying to drown her. Um, Like, absolutely positive. There's probably not even sharks out there, because I would imagine the coast of Wales is cold. Yeah. They do do surfing out there. That doesn't mean anything. They do surfing in California. Have you been to the California Ocean? It's yeah. fucking cold. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's great. not. It's not sunny, warm California. I don't know what the fuck those people are talking about in movies. It's fucking cold. Yeah, well, <laughs> it's a seasonal thing. As someone that lives by an ocean that is sometimes cold, I know. went in the summer. Yeah, it's it depends on also the flows too. So like we have seasons that only Canadians get into the water here. Um, Canadians and crazy people. Um, and then it's oh, like... Oh, so Canadians. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and me. Um, but then there's certain times of the year that it's very, very nice. Um, so it just depends on what sort of stream you're getting through. I also think Morgan gets cold really, really easily. True. Yep. <laughs> yep. Well, if you just yep. keep swimming around constantly, you just won't get cold because nope. your body's really swimming. hot. Just keep swimming. Nope. Swimming. I curl up in a ball and I just bob there. <laughs> like this is how I die. Okay, I'm You're pretty like, sure. I have... 
I have these kids that I teach swim lessons to, and I'm like, you got to kick, honey. I'm not going to give you a free ride all the way to the deep end. And they're, they'll just sit there on the, like, noodle that they have and just wait for me to drag them down to the deep end. And I'm like, Oh, my nope. God. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure Moria would think the Gulf water in December would be cold. Yeah. Is it not cold in December? No, it, it stays pretty warm down I there. I mean, like, like it is, Comparatively. But I've been to Port Aransas in the summer. Spring break? Yeah, I went to spring break, and the water was nice. It typically is. It's typically warmer than you'd get in the Atlantic or the Pacific. Yes. yes. I got in it about waist deep. A fish and seaweed touched me, and I went, ah! and ran out. <laughs> yeah, that's going to happen. Yeah. We're kind of in their, in their homes, you know? It's just saying hi. I don't care. I saw the fucking fish jumping in the waves. I was like, nope. Where there's She's fish, like, there's I predators. do not consent to him saying hello. We, exactly. we are also, <laughs> exactly. So, so our beaches have seasons of different things that wash up on the shores. Sometimes yeah. it's those like horseshoe crabs. Sometimes it's jellyfish. This past season was those little worms um, mm-hmm. that I hate so much. And they're here everywhere on the beach. And so I'm avoiding yeah. the beach now. Oh my God. So yeah, it'll wash away in a week or two. What is y'all's jellyfish season? Because I think it's January for Corpus. It's like January or February. Yeah, okay. Right so in there. Must be, they get in the right currents. We're going to deluge mm-hmm. into marine biology now, guys. Yes. <laughs> One of my friends um, got stung by a jellyfish this past weekend. So there you go. Oh, <laughs> don't, don't pee on it. That does not help. I'm not going to pee vinegar. on it. get vinegar. Kat, you might have I'm not saying you. I'm just I saying just, the audience. I tell them to, to just go home. <laughs> You know, you're done for it's the day. A, Get in your car. <laughs> it's a myth. But vinegar can help uh, what's, cancel out the sting. Thank you. Neutralize. Yeah. That's what I was looking they for. They did that for my, um, when I smacked a sea anemone. Um, they <laughs> they put that onto my uh, finger. They just dunked my hand into some vinegar to cancel out the absolute burning that I was experiencing. Yeah. Hellfire. Nice. So... Yeah. <laughs> It's a special kind of injury. Anyway. Um, <clears throat> oh, my goodness. Okay, well, that was our first uh, episode of Underwater Cities, Hidden Cities, all that kind of stuff. Um, if you have any uh, suggestions about other underwater cities that we may have missed or you would like us to research and talk about, anything like that, or if you just want to answer the coven corner um, of... You know, if you could safely dive into an underwater city, what would you be most excited to find? Um, and you can do all that through our social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. You don't have social media, that's not a problem. You can email us at uh, possiblyhauntedpodcast at gmail.com. And remember, even if you're exploring the beautiful, chilly beaches of Wales, and you see this lovely, mossy-covered, petrified wood and it looks so enticing, you just want to take it home. It could still be possibly haunted. Woo! So take it back. <laughs> yes, yes, take it home. Okie dokie.